what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. The pit ain't it. That ain't where God wants you to be. You're just there for a temporary, just for a short period of time. God is about to pull you out of that pit if you'll stay the course, if you'll stay encouraged, if you tell the devil that ain't it, and press in and stay persistent. He'll get you out of the pit. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. you have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me please to the book of 2 Kings. The book of 2 Kings chapter 2. 2 Kings chapter 2 verse 4. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as my soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And I want to stop right there and use for a subject this morning, Elisha's journey to Jericho. The bulk of my message today will come from Luke chapter 11, Luke chapter 18, and uh, Joshua chapter 6, but we're going to launch off right here in 2 Kings 2 and verse 4, Elisha's journey to Jericho. Elisha has been following Elijah now for some 10 years. We're in the last days of Elijah's ministry And in these last days of Elijah's ministry, the Lord had Elijah to go to a number of different places. Each of these places are very prominent in Israel's history. And as Elisha traveled with Elijah to these places, I know the Lord spoke to his heart and further prepared him for the ministry that God had for him. And before I go any further with that, let me say this. The Lord has a work and a ministry for every single person that has ever been born. Now, did you get that? Hear that? Understand that today? Look in the mirror and say, God has a work for me to do. I don't know how many people, they'll be in a car wreck or something tragic will happen and the doctor will say, you ain't supposed to be here. But they come through it and they'll make the statement, well, I guess God's not ready for me yet. God's got something else for me to do. 
God's got something for all of us to do, ladies and gentlemen. And it behooves us to find out what that is. God has a purpose. God had a purpose for Elisha. And all of this traveling was a period of preparation. You are being prepared. As I stand before you today, I am being prepared for a work, for something that God has for us. And a lot of times our plans get in the way of that. Let me tell you this. What God has planned for you is greater than anything that you can come up with on your own. And we're all in a period, a time of preparation. But many have the attitude that, well, if I don't do it, then God will get somebody else. How do you know that you ain't to somebody else? Are you hearing me? When it comes to the things of God, the work of God, we have to be dedicated, consecrated, obedient, persistent. The attitude, well, if I don't do it, somebody else is killing the churches today. When it comes to the things of God, we have to be dedicated, consecrated. We have to be willing to go the extra mile. And with that, let me tell you, is a blessing. The persistent soul possesses the blessing. Second Kings 2 verse 4, Elijah said to Elisha, Tarry here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Jericho. Discouragement can come from unexpected places. Life can come at you hard. And I've learned over the years that in our walk with God, there's always going to be discouragement. There's always going to be hindrances. It's just the way it is. We have to deal with it. We have to grow a backbone. We have to make up our minds, come hell or high water, I'm not giving up. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep pressing in to the things of God. I'm pressing on. The upward way, new heights I'm gaining every day, still praying as I onward bound, Lord plant my feet on higher ground, Lord lift me up. And let me stand, my faith's on heaven's table and a higher plane than I have found. 
Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Some of you in a pit. Oh, but let me tell you, I know one that can lift us up out of the miry clay. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet upon the rock to stay. He puts a song in my heart today. A song of praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. He brought me up out of a horrible pit, the psalmist said. Let me tell you, the pit ain't it. If you're in the pit this morning, you don't have to start putting up curtains. You don't have to start looking for furniture. You don't have to stay in the pit because the pit ain't it. That ain't where God wants you to be. You're just there for a temporary, just for a short period of time. God is about to pull you out of that pit if you'll stay the course, if you'll stay encouraged, if you tell the devil that ain't it and press in and stay persistent he'll get you out of the pit why'd you get in the pit you might need to look at that a lot of times we end up in the pit we want to blame this one and that one and a lot of times we get in the pit because of our own stupid decisions And if you want to climb fool's mountain, God will let you. If you want to do something foolish, God will let you. There's consequences to your actions. The church needs to hear that. The world out here needs to hear that. The government needs to hear that. There are consequences for your actions. And God is gracious and merciful and kind and loving He loves you enough. He died on Calvary's cross. But when you do something stupid, there are consequences. Elisha said, I'm going with you. I'm not quitting. I'm not staying here. Where you go, that's where I'm going. And that's the way we have to be with the Lord. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where the Lord leads me, I will follow. Are you following the Lord? You following something else. You see, when it comes to our walk with God, you you can't put your Christian experience on cruise control. Understand. How many of you have cruise control on your car? You set it and... And it maintains a speed of 85, 100, or whatever you set it at. And uh, what y'all laughing at? You can go 85 and 90 if you want to. As long as the law don't see you, you'll be all right. Oh, man. Don't y'all go out here driving 85 and 100 out there now. I see you, Julie. She's been good. Law ain't had to pull her over yet. <laughs> I hope, I hope, darling, that you never have to see those blue lights in your rearview mirror. It's an experience. We have to be persistent in the things of God, and you can't put your 
Christian experience on cruise control, we have to press in, stay the course. Like I said, the persistent soul possesses the blessing. And Elisha wanted a double portion of the Spirit of God. The blessings of God, the things of God, whatever it is that you want the Lord to do for you. It's all by grace. God doesn't owe you anything. Okay, now, now understand that today. It's all given to us by grace, but God is not just up there frivolously just giving out gifts. Okay? The things of God are not easily come by. We have to be persistent. In Luke chapter 11, beginning in verse 5, Luke 11 verse 5, Jesus said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight, and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves? For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in the bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, and because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. In other words, his friend, although it was midnight and the door was locked, he kept on knocking on the door. He kept pestering his friend, and his friend said, he ain't going to go away until I give him what he needs. And he got up and he gave him as much as he needed. God wants us to go before him and be persistent. Don't get discouraged when you pray and you don't get the answer for which you're looking for. Are you listening to me? Keep going before the Lord in prayer. Don't get discouraged. Don't stop. Don't quit. Keep, keep pressing in. Keep bringing that thing before the Lord. Because Jesus went on to say, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. Everyone that asketh receiveth. Everyone that asketh receiveth. Let me preach out in the parking lot. Everyone that asketh receiveth. Say, I'm everyone. I fall into the category of everyone. If you ask, you shall receive. We have not because we ask not. The Bible says, ask and you shall receive. God is no respecter of persons. And you say, well, Brother James, you don't know what I did. God ain't going to answer my prayer because of what I did. Have you asked God to forgive you that thing? If you've asked God to forgive you, you have the right to go before his throne of grace and ask him for whatever you have need of and keep pressing in. It ain't how many times you fall off the horse. It's how many times you get back on. You get that. 
we're all going to slip and fall. But it's how many times you get back up. And when you get back up and you ask the Lord to forgive you, it's forgiven. It's done. It's over with. Man will bring it up and throw it in your face, but God forgets it. See, you and I have trouble forgetting certain things. You know, it's strange. The things I want to remember, I forget. And the things I want to forget, I keep remembering. But God has the ability to forget. And whatever's been repented of, He forgets it. He doesn't hold it against you anymore. Glory to God. And you can go boldly before the throne of grace, through and by the precious blood that was shed at Calvary. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. The persistent soul possesses the blessing. Jesus told another parable in Luke chapter 18. Luke 18, verse 1. He spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Look at that. Men ought always to pray and faint not. And then he gave the parable. There was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this woman troubleth me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. What does that mean? It means that every time that unjust judge turned around, she was standing there. She was persistent. She was continually standing there asking for whatever it was that she needed. What is it that you need today? What is it? That you need today. Now that can be hard. Because a lot of times. I think I need a Krispy Kreme donut. See, I think I need to do some push ups. When really I just need to do some push backs. Push back from the table. You didn't have to say amen that loud. But what is it that you need? A lot of times we think we need this when we really need that. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been in some situations, and I'm sure you have too. You just don't know what to ask God for. You just don't know what you need. You're condemned if you do. You're condemned if you don't. It, it, the situation is just completely out of your control, there's, and there's just absolutely nothing you can do. And you just don't know what to ask God for. The Bible says that the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Sometimes you just don't know how to put into words how you feel about a particular thing. But the Holy Spirit 
knows how to take that tear that streams down your cheeks that you can't put into words. He knows how to take it before the throne of grace. And God interprets it. And He gives you what is needed. And sometimes what you need ain't exactly what you want. But God knows what's best for you. He works all things for the good to those that love God. And are the called according to His purpose. That widow would not stop. She kept knocking on the door. She kept pestering that judge. And he answered her request. God is the same way with you and I, ladies and gentlemen. If you'll keep pressing in, if you'll be persistent. Elisha was persistent. Elijah said, Terry, here, I'm going to Jericho. Elijah, Elisha said, I'm going with you. Wherever you go, that's where I'm going. All right. Jericho. When you think of Jericho, you think of the little Sunday school song. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. That's right, and the walls came tumbling down. Jericho was the first city that Israel came to when they came into the promised land. It was a fortified city. The wall surrounded the place. It was absolutely impenetrable. It stood in the way between where Israel was at and what God ultimately had for Israel, those walls. Some of you are listening to me right now, and you've been staring at walls that are impenetrable for a long time. In the natural, there is absolutely no way to get through it. There's no way to get around it. It stands between you and the gifts of God, the promise of God, everything that God has for you. It's, it's a wall there. It's, it's a hindrance there. It could be a wall of sickness it could be a wall of sin in your life. The list goes on and on, but there's a wall there. But if you'll go before the Lord, read His Word, and do what He says do, that wall will come tumbling down. That battle was won, and it was done in such a way, I mean, it really, when you read the story in Joshua chapter 6, it doesn't make any sense. But I've come to learn that that's the way God operates. 
A lot of what he tells us doesn't make sense. The natural mind of man cannot understand the the things of God. It has to be spiritually discerned, the Bible says. I mean, you think about it. The one wall that stands between man and heaven is sin. And a man died on a cross 2,000 years ago. And if we'll believe in that, then we can be saved. We can go to heaven. And in the natural, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, but when you believe it and the Holy Ghost comes into your heart and life, it makes perfect sense. Because you experience it, you know what I'm talking about. But when Elijah, Elisha, when they stood there in Jericho, Elisha was reminded of the walls and how they came down by faith and obedience in the Word of God. Come on back next week and we'll tell you a little bit more about those walls. And there was another miracle that took place there in Jericho that was greater than those walls tumbling down. But y'all come on back next week and I'll tell you all about it. today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And every Sunday morning, we have Sunday school starting at 9 o'clock and worship service at 10, as well as Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are broadcast to the parking lot for those of you who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.